Good morning, Joey Atlas here, bringing you the Fit for Life update. It's about 8 o'clock on Sunday morning, and you might be able to hear my friends in the background there. So I'm just about three quarters, maybe halfway through my morning session. Sun is coming up now. I've covered maybe 1.8 miles, doing a combo of walk, jog, run. And I can't see any other way to start in my days, especially these kinds of Sunday mornings. Most people like to sleep a little late. I feel like I'm missing out on something big time if I sleep in and miss out on this time outside. Now, even if I lived in a cold climate or the weather was bad, I still need to be up doing something, getting my blood pumping, getting the heart going, getting my brain waves firing. So doesn't matter what level you're at. doesn't matter if you're in your late 50s, early 60s and deciding just to start something now to improve the quality of your life, reduce medical symptoms, health symptoms, issues, what have you, arthritis, osteoporosis, blood pressure, you name it. Or if you're a seasoned veteran going through some struggles and dealing with some things and finding that some of these things want to take you off your program and make you stay under the covers. You got to look at the gift of life you have. And eventually, whatever you might be going through is going to be over with. And you're going to want to make sure you're at your best. You have your health, your wellness, your strength, your mental wits. It all comes down to doing the daily dose. And for some of us, several daily doses. So my example is this morning time. I get out, enjoy the air, get the blood moving. Later on, I'm taking my daughter and at least one or more friends out to the beach. We're going to be throwing frisbees. We're going to be throwing balls. We might go for a power walk. We might chase each other, but we'll be moving, having fun. And then later on, right before dinner, when all settled down, I'm going to do an upper body workout on the Sculpted Fit All-in-One Home Gym. And... Uh, we actually put two of those on Facebook Live yesterday. I trained Coach Christine in the morning on a total lower body session, and then I did my lower body after me and my daughter got back from the beach. I did my lower body right before dinner. So if you want to see those, learn some things, put them into use, just go to my Facebook page. Look me up, Joey Atlas or Joey Atlas Fitness, or you can go right to my main site, joeyatlas.com. And then from joeyatlas.com, you can click through the links to my Facebook page. So that's all I have for you now. I'll be checking in later. I got to pick up my run speed here. The walk is over. And I appreciate you listening. Hit the call-in button if you have any questions, comments, or thoughts. And I'll speak to you later. And remember, Joey loves you. Good evening, this is Joey Atlas, your trainer for life, bringing you the Fit for Life update for Sunday night. So this is going to be a good one and an insightful one. And a few listeners may even take some massive action because of this. So today was more or less our first day at the beach for actual 
beach beach time. Uh, it was me, my daughter, and one of her friends. And uh, it's getting it's getting warm, so we're in northeastern Florida. Uh, temperatures reaching the 80s in some areas, but when we go out to the beach, uh, because the water is still cold, and depending on which way the wind is blowing, it's usually about 10 degrees colder out that way. So depending on the wind and uh, the air pressure and things like that, um, it may not be as warm. But it was warm enough today out there where we could actually go, lay out a bit, walk. Um, I don't swim when the water's cold. We still got another maybe two, two and a half months before that water warms up good enough for me to get in there. Maybe a little sooner. But anyway, being that it is early beach season and uh, people are heading out there, it's easy to see how many people have been overeating and overdrinking uh, during the winter up here. Lots and lots of big beer bellies and more. And um, I don't say that to put people down or insult them. It's just, it's a fact of life. It's, it's there. It's black and white. My point, and I want to help everybody. I would go up to every person I see and talk to them if they were open open to being helped. What's cool is that when they see this little guy with the pure white goatee, bald head, in fantastic shape, not imposing at all. I'm not intimidating. Um, I'm kind of like a. F- <laughs> A slightly more muscular Bruce Lee physique, if you would. Probably a little shorter than Bruce Lee was. I'm about 5'2", 133 pounds, maybe 9% body fat, 10% maybe. But I definitely catch the eye, even though I'm a relatively tiny guy. Um, the look catches eyes. Um, and so occasionally somebody will come up to me and say, oh, man, you're in fantastic shape. You know, you can see the white goatee, so you're not 20 years old. I know that. But how do you do it? You know, what are your secrets? What can I do? And I openly share. And the entry point is always, always, always with mindset. I never tell them what exercises to do, never tell them what to eat. The whole foundation is mindset. And then we go from there. I want to circle back though. This whole thing about so many people hitting the beach out of shape, overweight, hardly able to move, and on top of that, their snack coolers and bags are filled with absolute crap. They're eating chips, cheddar this, covered that, processed carbohydrates, washing it down with soda, washing it down with beer, and... Uh, the equation is as black and white as it can get. If you're going to feed your body that stuff, it is going to puff up. It is going to store that stuff. It's going to stick to you like glue. And you're probably not exercising and working out. So it's just going to – it exponentiates the, um, the accumulation of the excess body fat and the internal health deterioration. So – but what is this? What's my point here? My point is this. People have to realize that 
culturally, we're up against forces that are way, way beyond um, superficial recognition unless and until you become aware of them. What do I mean by that? Well, just in our complex alone where the Sculptifit studio is, you want to take a guess how many food places we have? Take a guess. We literally have about 10 food places in in the complex, uh, the shopping mall, where the Sculptifit studio is. Actually, there's probably more than 10 now that I think about it. Uh, and they're not all bad. I'm not saying they're bad. Uh, it's just that we are overstocked with food in our society. There's too much of it. And people have been programmed to eat and drink. And when I say drink, I, don't, I, I, I do mean alcohol, but I also mean other beverages um, that contain calories. People have been programmed to eat and drink far more than is necessary. Now, I say this jokingly to some people, but it's true. It's not up to the food and beverage companies to monitor and um, alter how much you consume. If you want to keep going to their cafe, to their ice cream shop, to their yogurt shop, to their restaurant, to their supermarket, to their bar, if you want to keep going there, they're not going to turn you away. They're not going to say to you, whoa, wait a minute, you've already been here twice this week. Maybe you should stay home and have a light salad and maybe just drink water and tea instead of coming here for another uh, double family meal uh, with dessert and and uh, the supersized drinks. They're not going to say that. They're not going to do that. They're going to feed you as much as you want to eat and drink as long as you're willing to do it. They don't care about your health. They don't care about your weight. They don't care about your mindset. They don't care about any of it. They're in business to sell you food and beverages. If they don't, they lose business. Naturally, people turn to food as a drug. It's very insidious. It's very subtle. But food and beverages, especially alcohol, is, is the – how can I say it? It's the drug of choice at any given moment of the day. And so you wouldn't think of it as a drug. You wouldn't think of it like you would other uh, substances that are abused. But food has become the full-time drug, and so have beverages. I won't point any fingers per se because, again, some of these places have fantastic stuff. And you can go into many of our popular food places, and while you can do a lot of damage to yourself – you can also go in there and make some really smart, healthy, fair choices that are still very satisfying to the palate, but also nourishing in terms of health. So ultimately, it comes back to us, the individual, to wake up, reach a level of mindfulness 
that allows us to to filter how much we actually need in terms of nutrients and food and calories and what types of hydration we need not not to feed our emotional hunger but true physiological nourishment true physiological hunger not mental hunger not hunger from boredom not hunger from not being happy with life not eating to try to fulfill something else other than our nutritional needs it's going to get a lot worse before it gets better our society is be, being challenged big time uh, there's going to be a lot more disease and death from obesity and other health issues caused by overeating obesity and and lack of physical activity and sedentary lifestyles it's going to get way worse before it gets better all we can do is be mindful take care of ourselves, set the example, help others when they ask, and continue to be the example and be mindful. And that's it. That's it for today. That's the big lesson. Take it, implement it, mill it over, listen to it again, take notes, and join the movement. Be the example. Help others. Lead the way. As always, I appreciate you. Joey loves you.